Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Good morning. It's uh, New York Vinny. And I am here with you on Drive Time Radio on this final weekend of August and the weekend before Labor Day weekend, where we all get charged up and ready to um, ready to get out there on the road. And yes, there are going to be people on the road this weekend. Uh, all reports from the media and AAA and everybody else uh, are saying that people are because of COVID cranking up again for another uh, another go at it, people are staying away from flying. Flights are down. Um, occupancy in planes are down. The number of people are flying are down. And um, hospitals are full. Not only, uh, and don't be... Um, tricked into thinking that it's only in the South. The hospitals here in Washington state are full. The hospitals in Oregon are in capacity. California, everywhere you go, places where people have, I mean, we have 70% mask, uh, 70% um, vaccination rate in King County. And still, uh, the numbers are going through the roof. So many people are saying, I'm not going to get in the plane this weekend. I'm not going to fly. I'm going to drive. So if that you are one of those people, or if you are thinking of getting out on the road this weekend, as many of us will be, uh, my suggestion to you is to the three basics that I always tell you. Number one, make sure you have the right amount of air in your tires. It's, it's amazing how many cars you look at, how many cars you see that do not have the right amount of air in their tires. And believe you me, maybe, okay, if you're rolling down the street, you know, driving down Lake City Way or something like that. But if you're going on the highway, you're going to do, let's, let's face it, 70, 80 miles an hour. And you don't have your tires aren't properly inflated, uh, you're gonna be in trouble if an emergency situation pops up. And even if one doesn't, there's still enough that can happen just from inf- uninflated, underinflated tires uh, that can cause you and your family and somebody else's family unnecessary pain. When it would take you five minutes to, uh, you know, to pull into a gas station or pull into a tire shop and get your tires checked or check them yourself, one way or the other. But right as a sticker uh, inside your door, it should tell you the tire pressure. You probably have a tire pressure indicator on your dashboard if you have a later model car. It is, I think, one of the most important things that uh, in, in getting your car ready for the road is make sure you have the right tire pressure. It'll take you a second to go online and look it up on your phone and look it up. It's that simple and that quick. Uh, and, and 
I know that some of you say, well, you know, I go to the gas station, they want to charge me a dollar to, to uh, get air. And, you know, when, when, when my father was, uh, was young, it used to be free. We used to go fill up our bicycles at the gas station. Well, times have changed, but I got to be honest with you. I have always been a proponent that air for your tires should be free. That if you want to sell people gasoline, that you have an ob obligation to uh, make the air free. I mean, what in the world does it cost you to run an air compressor? So that's one of the things. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm surprised some um, legislator has not legislated that gas stations, <clears throat> if you're selling gasoline and automotive products, that you should uh, provide, at the minimum, uh, air for tires and water for um, uh, cooling systems. You have to provide antifreeze, but just the basic needs of a car so that somebody doesn't pull into a gas station and say, oh, crap, I don't have uh, a, a, you know four quarters to put in this machine or a dollar or 50 cents or whatever it is and keep on driving when they have an underinflated tire. I don't know that how many wrecks it causes. If it causes any wrecks, it's just wrong to me. But that's something to uh, to, to really um, think about at some point. So inflate your tires. Make sure your windows are clean so that you can see where you're going, especially at night if you're going to drive at night. And make sure that you uh, you know if you're tired. That forget about drunk driving. Forget about. Um, um, driving while impaired on drugs, just dozed driving is one of those things that, uh, you know, you can really, uh, I mean, you don't know it, but all of a sudden you're, you know, you're riding into the, into the guardrail or into the Jersey barrier over the median. How many times uh, on these Labor Day and, and Memorial Day and, and, and 4th of July weekends do we see the accident, uh, the article saying, oh, the driver fell asleep at the wheel. Take your time, drink some coffee, pull over if you're tired, and give yourself a break. And simple stuff, but you could save your and your family's life. So I'll get off my soapbox about that, but leave early, give yourself time. You know, all the stuff that, that you know already and i just have to sit here and reinforce it for you so that if you're uh, when you are and if you are heading out this uh, coming weekend uh that you will have the um proper tools to operate your car uh correctly i mean all you know the other stuff is check the mechanical condition of your car do that kind of stuff but you know a week out the most important thing i think is the tires the wind is and to, uh, to just to make sure that you pull over, you rest, and, you, and you're not falling asleep while you're driving because you want to get to grandma's house or you want to get to the ocean or you want to get somewhere quickly. Um, a quick side note. And by the way, this morning we have uh, Jeffrey Hooten is going to join us to wrap up his uh, 75 days of summer that we have been following all summer 
And uh, also we have our cartoon for you, our uh, Yo Vinny and our review of the week. We have two really nice vehicles to talk about uh, this week as far as our Yo Vinny, what are you driving this week? And uh, our review of the week. Uh, I just want to mention about uh, going to Canada. If you're going to go to Canada, make sure that you have a COVID test before you go. The border is open. There's a an app that you can download to um, upload, I guess, your um, information and your COVID test. Don't be like me, who last Saturday drove all the way up to the Canadian border got to the border and found out that you had to have, besides your passport and your ID and your registration, your license, your insurance, and everything else you need to cross the border, that you have a um, recent, within 72 hours, COVID test. And if you don't have that, they don't let you in. The guy stands there and tells you, see that guy, he's going to turn you around Send you right back to America, to the United States. It's a mistake I make sometimes. Sometimes I don't read all the directions myself. So it's my responsibility. Let my, um, let my error be your advisement. If you're going to go to Canada this weekend, and believe you me, they want you to come up. Their tourist business up there is hurting. They don't see. I mean, you know, on a Saturday morning, there were, I don't know, 10 cars at the border. So there's not a ton of people going up there yet. And I think that uh, if you, you know, the funny thing was there was some guy with Florida plates in front of me and they let him in. I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, if they let him in, why can't they let me in? But, uh, you know, they had a valid, we can't argue, man. They require a COVID test. And if you don't get one, you don't get in. It's their country. They set the rules, right? So anyway, if you're going to go to Canada, make sure that you get your COVID test within, I think, in 72 hours before you go. And that you load it into that app that you can uh, go on and go in the app store and find or go online. Just go to uh, uh, Canadian government, just Google Canadian government uh, border crossing and uh, they'll, they'll, all the directions will be there. Do what I didn't do. Uh, so, and, and, and benefit from my experience. All, right, all summer long, we have been following the travels of Jeff Ehuden. He is uh, for the drive toward a cure, 75 days of summer to help out um, and bring awareness to Parkinson's disease research. And he joins us right now as he does. Uh, and, and this Saturday for the last time as his trip is complete. Jeff, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, Vinny. Um, and hey, just so you know, you're not the only dummy. Um, and not the only dummy from New York. So I did, when I was coming from Watkins Glen, uh, I was a little bit sad. I was like, you know what? Let me go up towards, uh, towards the um, 
Niagara Falls, and then maybe I'll jump across Canada over to Michigan. And it was when it was just totally closed. And, you know, I was on the road just in the line. So I had to go all the way around, you know, Buffalo and Toledo, oh, yeah. Yeah. where my truck got hit and all that. So, yeah, it's, uh, and there's some beautiful spots up there. I mean, that's, I think, what a lot of people don't. As, as many beautiful spots in northern United States are, you know, right on that southern border, there's just a ton of stuff that's great up in Canada. So, you know, yeah, it's a gorgeous it ride from uh, from Niagara Falls going, in, you know, going along Canada, going along that Trans Canada Highway, and yeah. uh, uh, you know, going out to uh, Windsor. Uh, you know, when I lived in Pittsburgh, I used to drive up to Niagara Falls and take that ride yeah. uh, a bunch of times. Yeah. It's really, a, and, and it's something that not a lot of people, for whatever reason, do. They go to Niagara Falls and come back. Yeah. yeah, I really want to do that because I looked into it and I was like, man, this looks good. Like, how come I haven't heard about this? So I'll do it again. I'm, you know, look, first of all, there's still time in the summer, you know. Um, there's still time for the for the 75 days for sure, um, and uh, and I plan to get it on the road. I've been home since Monday, uh, Monday late late Monday, so Monday getting into Tuesday. Um, Are you but, getting uh, the itch yeah. again already? What's that? Are you getting the itch to get back out on the road already? Yeah, I almost immediately, almost immediately. Um, I mean, I love it back in New York, Vinny. I mean, I'm just going to describe, like, I didn't get pizza, but I went into a pizza place and I got something where there's fresh bread. You know, they bread the chicken themselves. They lay it out. Yeah. The edges of the chicken gets all burned with the, with the, with the, the, the cheese. You fold that thing together. You got that big New York chicken parm. Thing lasts me, two days. You're murdering me here. <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about. With, with no, I know exactly with what you're talking about. I, I know the, the exact yeah. sandwich you're talking about. They don't make it anywhere yeah. else. They make it. It just doesn't come out the yeah, same the as, as New York. They make it a lot of places, but, you know, you might as well, if you're not in New York, you might as well eat Burger King. And all that. It just, it's, just, it's just different, you know? So it's nice to be in New York. It's great to see my cat. He's been stapled to my side. He's really happy to see me. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, for me, I, I here, you know what, you know what, the one, the one thing I've really learned with the seventy-five days of summer, you know, as they said, like, you know, when Deb and I talked about it, it was one of the main things that pushed me to get out there, saying, you know, this is my friend. I, 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 I care about it. I, you know, I'm able to have experiences where other people aren't. But I love the road, and I love, you know, it's, it's where, whereas like a 300-mile trip before, you know, I'd be like, I oh, am yeah, 300 miles. Now, I would, I would do 300 miles and a half a day, you know. And, uh, look, there's still like, um, you know, I'm looking at it, too, is like there's still a ton of um, great prizes, you know. I, I got the mother's polish, which has been key. And it's kept the truck decent. I mean, the thing needs a ground-up cleaning. But but they sent me a lot of the, the sort of bug-off stuff, yeah. um, the things to clean the front of the, the truck. Um, there's sh- still shelf gift cards. We talked about that. 
Shell was key in some of the, those areas where you're getting the 85 and 10 at 10% ethanol stuff. So, um, you know, and other stuff, uh, a Haggerty book, I think Harmon Carden speakers, um, and uh, nine. I have, and they are magazine. great. Let me tell you something. I just, I remember, I just uh, bought my sister uh, a Harmon Carden speaker for her backyard and um that bluetooth speaker that they have is awesome it sounds like you got uh when we were in college we used to have these little advent speakers that were the best oh, yeah, I know those. yeah yeah them advent bookshelf speakers and i thought those were you know i heard more music through those speakers than anything else in my life yeah. i need to blow those away isn't that amazing that they do that now that my speaker was i didn't have arm and carton but it was I mean, that was like my buddy. I got to, I showed up my friends in Colorado and I was carrying my speaker around with me. They were like, what's up with that? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I like having it around and just throwing some music on. So I'm sure we used to work with, when I was at Maserati, we worked with Harmon Carton and, um, and Bowers and Wilkins. And I'm sure they're really good. So, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's a matter of, um, you know, there's there's just so many, so many good reasons, you know, and especially, um, sorry, I've got a little cough here. Uh, uh, um, nothing bad though. Um, but but well, yeah, for this you know, for this um, for 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 the week that's left, and listen, people don't stop traveling at the end of summer. I mean, you think of all the people getting yeah. their cars, especially like here in Washington State. You know, it's a 400-mile yeah. trip over, a 390-mile trip over to Pullman and back to see Washington State football, which many people, if you go on a Friday night or Saturday yeah. morning, there's a ton of people that take that ride over I-90 yeah. and down 26 through all yeah. these towns. I mean, that's 600 bucks. If you can get it to 600 miles, uh, 700 miles total, if you can get a few people to pledge, and I, and I would ask Cougars to go to the website, at um at www.drivetowardacure.org drivetowardacure.org and 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 check out and see how you can help uh you know parkinson's disease research and uh, you know not only do you get the you know you get the prizes and stuff like that so there's a couple of really good christmas gifts here if you're thinking of that you can put your money to good use uh but also the feeling of of helping people in this time where yeah. A lot of people need help and, and, you know, money in many places doesn't get to go to Parkinson's research. It doesn't get to go to different places because everybody's trying to help um, the latest problems that are going on, COVID, Afghanistan, everything like that. Everybody's throwing into that pot. I'm not saying they shouldn't. All I'm saying is you can't let the other things go by the wayside as well you have to make sure that you spread your money around this is a perfect way to do it and have some fun and get your friends involved in in doing it as well jeff what by the way we're talking to jeff people know just so people know this has been this isn't some random thing i mean this is drive to tour to cure has raised i think since 2016 about six hundred thousand. we've raised up just about 20 grand um from all the people out there, Mark Elias's and all the other folks um, who've helped out. And it'd be great to kick it right over that 20 grand level. So if people are out there, you want to get on the road. There's still grand prizes, Michelin tires, a BMW performance driving school. 
um, uh, Grand Prix Schoon. Originals. Uh, yeah, they have driving with a pair of Grand Prix Originals uh, USA driving shoes and a jacket. And I got to tell you something. Yeah. I need a pair of shoes for driving. I, you know, I was thinking to myself, you yeah. know, I'm, you got those little delicate feet. Oh, I just have little feet. <laughs> just very delicate feet. <laughs> I need a pair of specially crafted driving shoes. Yeah. So I can, when I get to my car, get I can take my shoes off and put my driving shoes yeah. on. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, um, no, it's really worth it. There's and a sight to think of. I've reflected on it so much. I spoke to so many friends who I saw. And it's, uh, you know, on, on the road and others that are interested in it. And it's, you know, look, it's the one thing you can do if you're, if you're responsible about it in this day and age is get out and drive and get yourself some air and see some new things. Man, I miss the West already. You know, that's one of the yeah. things I learned is how much I miss, how much I love it out there. Um, and how beautiful it is and sort of the different pace. I'll always be a New Yorker, but I might be following you, Minnie. I might be showing up on your doorstep, you know? You come on out anytime, Pally. We'll go. I, I got a nice drive I can take you on called Chuck and a Drive up here. It'll blow you away with how beautiful it is up near Bellingham. I'll bring out the chicken parms. How about that? I'll I like that, man. The whole car full of chicken, I'll maybe a couple of meatballs. Um, I'm loving it. You know, my brother's coming out next week, and uh, he's he's packing a bag for me. You know, he's he's taking he, he's not going to get bring too much stuff, but he's packing a bag. By the way, I want I want to take a second to uh, thank uh, the sponsors uh, that have um, uh, contributed all summer: Maserati, uh, Vicarious Magazine, the Road Rat Magazine, Taste of Motorsports. They provide VIP tickets to their event in Portland. And uh, coming up at Sonoma Raceway, um, Pilates, uh, Pilates Shoes, excuse me, and Triple uh, Zero Magazine, a quarterly subscription they provided as well. A lot of people have pitched in to come up with these prizes. And, of course, uh, you know, Deb Pollock, who, uh, you know, got me involved in this and I'm sure got you involved in this and uh, just does a wonderful job of making sure that this whole thing, not just the, the 75 days of summer, but the whole thing comes off and the money uh, gets to where it's supposed yeah. to be going for Parkinson's disease, disease research and patient care. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real deal. And I, I, I want to send out a thanks to all the people who have donated a lot of my friends, a lot of folks I've met on the road. A um, lot, you know, when people under learn about it and understand about it and give money of, you know, because they care, because they want to do something good and something selfless, boy, is that something we need a little bit in this day and age, you know? Yeah. So a real, yeah. real deep bow to the Without folks that a doubt. Give but 20 Jeff, bucks, you know? Jeff, what was your, um, what was your best day on the road and what was your worst day on the road on this trip? <laughs> Uh, okay, best day. Well, you know, there's so many of them. Um, but but I would say, once again, it was up in the Montana. Well, there was two of them. There was one going from, there's Dinosaur National Park, um, and that's down in southern. It's, it's between Utah and Colorado. And there's Route 16, and that's probably about 40, 50 miles of dirt road, of just gravel road. 
And so, and it just follows it. And I was like, screw it. I'm just doing it. And you got visibility forever. Um, I found an old army panel van in there, but I was averaging in the taco. I mean, I'd say I was averaging 60, 70 miles an hour, you know, going a little bit further than that. And you just feel the truck just felt light and all that. And just, you could see forever. So as far as wildlife and all that, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't too concerned, didn't have any problem. Um, and that was from the when I woke up and a construction guy backed into my truck and destroyed my door, um, uh. <laughs> which I'm dealing with now. But that'll that'll be fixed, and uh, and um, you know that that I'd say. But but doing the different things, four wheeling the truck um, was was really really nice because the thing's a total stalker. Um, but it's got all-terrain tires on it. And um, for me, just as having been around so many cars through my life and always testing them and seeing what they do, um, <clears throat> to be down in four-wheel drive low at the bottom of a canyon and looking up and, and kind of gulping um, and letting <laughs> that thing just kind of crawl its way up in first gear, I mean, it just, I was blown away, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's... Um... There's some places you take a truck and, and especially when you go, uh, you know, into places like Southern Utah and Colorado yeah. and four corners around it. There's places that you go uh, when you have the ability to go off road that are just, I, I mean, it's where God meant you yeah. to be, you know, like here, take a look at this. Cause this is what I was talking about when I made this place, you know, it's, it's really, yeah, it's, no, that was it. And that road is at the right at the four corners. Yeah. It's uh, you know, and it, it's different people in different relations. I've always had great relationships with vehicles, you know. They always – it's just my place of solace. It was a place I could think about my dad, you know, in a, in a, in a lesser way. You know, while I'm doing something, while I'm having fun and all that, and I get done at the end of the day, and, you know, I go get the truck washed, and I'm just hanging out having, like, a local burrito right there and – uh and it was just a feeling of satisfaction, feeling that I had at least gotten out and done what I'd set out to do, you know? Right. So Right. What was your worst day? Oh, the worst? Well, look, I mean, I woke up one morning in Toledo talking about the whole Canada thing. So one day, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but I uh, it was raining the first two weeks. And there was a lot of rain on the East Coast. The whole trip, basically... Once I got up to the east, on the east coast, it was raining. And um, so I woke up one morning, and the door on my truck is just totally creased in. And uh. luckily, the owner, it was a whole, I, I hit a hotel because it's just, I've been in the rain for four or five days, and it was just over. There's a $50 hotel economy lodge thing. And so anyway, uh, yeah, I woke up, and the whole door scanned in. They had the video, and, um, I had to pry out of these guys, had to push it and all that, but they're taking care of it. I mean, that that wasn't so good. Arkansas, um, I, I learned, um, as Deb calls them, what noceums are, or what we would might call the chigger, but I uh, <laughs> had a little issue with that, with a bad piece of wood and getting a lot of bites. Um, uh, you know, it's, there's, it's the road, you know, that's the thing, is that it's not, 
it's not Instagram. You know, it's not all perfect. It's 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 gritty. It's grimy. It's wet. It's long. You know, but that's for for me and having done it on a bike and all that. You know, that's what it's about for me. I like getting out there and grinding it. You know, uh, yeah. that's when I was yeah. at home. You know. No yeah, service, yeah. no cell service, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's that, those are the times. You know, when you look at your cell phone and it's got nothing, you know, most people go, oh, my God. I go, wow, this is great. Uh, you know, nobody can call me. Nobody yeah. can text me. Wow. Nobody can. I, don't, I can't sit here and post something on Facebook. I just put the phone down and pull off and get out of the truck and look or get out of the car and look around and say, yeah. wow. <laughs> and, and the things yeah. that you find. Jeff, it's been really, um, it, it's been cool getting to know you and yeah. getting to talk to you about the road. Next time I'm back in New York, ho- hopefully I get a chance to uh, to meet you in person yeah, man, and we're gonna have a chicken parm and a Pepsi. And I like that, man. I'm I'm always game to eat, as, as anybody that knows me will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's been a genuine pleasure. You got a great show, Vinny. I've been really, really blessed and thankful to be a part of it and and thank you, you know, on on behalf. I know Deb would would say the same would say the same thing. Just thanking you for for you know supporting the cause and and getting on board and being one of uh, being an important part of it because getting the word out is sort of job one. So, well, you know, it was uh, it really drove it home, and, I, and and we'll wrap up after this. But it really drove it home. I took my one of my road trips this year was to go get my friend in. Um, in Utah that has Parkinson's disease. And we did a road trip and I have to tell you, uh, he perked up so much uh, when, when we took him out of the facility and put him in a truck and just got out on the road. And, you know, it was, it was amazing how much, um, how much he, uh, he perked up and he, and he, and he just livened up. So it was, it was very therapeutic for me and to be involved in this, uh, uh, you know, not just because of my friend, but because of family members and so many other things uh, that, uh, where Parkinson's has touched my life. It was an honor uh, to uh, be able to get the word out about this. Jeff, take care of yourself, man. I will see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you. All right, my brother, Bye. take care. Stay safe out on the road. We'll take a quick break. Yeah, we we'll come back. We got Yo Vinny. We got the uh, cartoon and... Of course, our review. We got a few more news items for you as well. This is Drive Time Radio on 1150 KKNW. What does it take to be a Buick? It takes a car as wild and wonderful as the new Buick Wildcat for 64. When you go the way of the Wildcat, people take notice. They want to know more about your car. They'll want to drive it themselves. But beware, once they get behind the wheel, it's hard to get them out. For Wildcat, it's the wildest, and above all, it's a Buick. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk, eleven fifty. Back with John Drive Time Radio on a Saturday morning, August twenty eighth, 
2021. Uh, again, I don't know if I mentioned it, uh, drive toward a cure.org is the organization you can, uh, that Jeff drove for and, uh, and, and piled up all those miles and that money to trying to get it over $20,000. If you can uh, chip in, throw in, or you just want more information about the organization uh, and some of the events that they do, uh, they did a beautiful event down in Portland, um, lots of different things that they do go to drive toward a cure.org and you can get the, all the information there. All right. Um, let's see. Why don't we do, uh, why don't we jump uh, in here with Nathan, our, our producer who is uh, all knowing, all telling and uh, let him ask his magical question of the morning. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, I bet you're going to love what I'm driving this week, Nathan. I bet you are going to enjoy this. Because we are almost driving twins. Oh, really? Uh, are, now, what are you driving this week? Well, surprisingly, yeah, special feature, right? I have a 2021 Mazda CX-5. And what do you think of that car? Well, it's a bit big for me. I have previously driven a previous generation CX-5, and now I got the newer one, and it's a lot bigger. I mean, they really amped up the size of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mazda, you know, Mazda realized that uh, Americans want big SUVs, so they've uh, they've you know pumped up the size and uh, the power in their vehicles, and 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 still, I I think because I'm driving the 2021 CX9. This oh, is the, the the big Papa showstopper of uh, the Mazda line, and uh, this is I I love this this vehicle. It is. Um, you know, again, for a big SUV, for a family size SUV, I mean, it really hits the mark as far as uh, drivability and uh, luxury and comfort. I mean, it's they've hit that 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 sweet spot of being comfortable, yet being still leaving some um, fun to drive quotient in it for people that enjoy cars. Uh, I, now, to me, that's. You know, for people that like that, there's some people that like that soft feeling, you know, that that driving a couch down the street feeling that you get with the big Lexus, the big Toyota, you know, and and that's, you know, that's perfectly legitimate. But if you've been around and you like um, that, uh, that feeling of, you know, I want to have, I want to feel the road a little bit in uh, this vehicle. And by that, I mean, you know, you feel where you point in the vehicle and things like that. Um the Mazda fits that bill. Now, what about with, with you with the CX-5? Yeah, I've only had it a couple of days. The reason why I'm driving it right now is because it's a loaner car from service. But I think you're right. It still has really good power and drivability. I was uh, still trying to figure out if I have the turbo edition or not of it. They didn't really tell me because when they gave me the car, they just recently got it back from the previous person they loaned it to. So they yeah. just kind of took the keys from them and gave it to me. He's like, here you go. We have a car for you. And you know what they're doing, don't you? They're trying to get me to buy one of those, huh? Uh, exactly. <laughs> they figure, you know, handsome, tall, young guy like you won't be long before you'll be getting married and, and you know, and, and have a family and everything like that. And so to make sure they want to make sure that you get from the three, right? <laughs> <to> the <five. laughs> but back to what you're saying four. about the drivability of the car the engine uh 
I haven't really seen anything to tell me it's a turbo, but when I took it on to 405 and gave it some gas, it sounded deep and throaty and a little bit more similar to that Mazda 3 turbo I that you let me drive a couple of months ago. Yeah, it's um yeah and, and, and very you know, responsive too. Test- yeah, maybe that's a testament to to uh Mazda's you don't you know, you don't hear there's none of that uh, turbo wine, turbo lag, turbo scroll that you get mm-hmm. in a lot of vehicles. Um, you know, the nine has the uh, uh, turbocharged four. It's and it uh, it so far um, it uh, you know it's it's given. I haven't taken it uh, on a long highway trip. I'll do that this weekend. Take it up on the uh, Joe Ratici Memorial Course there and. Uh, and, and give it a little, uh, you know, give it a little run through, but um, it, uh, you know, you don't, you don't get that, uh, that, that any of that uh, turbo stuff that sometimes you get with some of these vehicles. I, I forget what it was that I was driving, but the turbo screamed. Hmm. I mean, it was like. <laughs> what Mazda does is they try to give it kind of a low boost, something to help you out on the low end and help you off the initial, you know, stop. Yeah, to yeah, get and it, going. And it makes it much more torquey than um, you know, you know, than other SUVs in that class. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, we will have the full review of the CX-9 coming up, and um, enjoy your uh, time in the CX-5. It's uh, you know, we, we reviewed that I don't know three months ago. I loved it uh, as I do. Really, all Mazda. I haven't I haven't had a bad. You know, since they're like, uh, what was that? The MPV minivan that they had years ago. I don't know that I've been in a bad Mazda. <laughs> well, there's a reason I... Mazda doesn't make any minivans anymore. Yeah. And they stuck with know, the CX-9. Yeah, the one that they did, that, that was the CX-5 before they made it mu- in, into much more of an SUV than a minivan. wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, if you, as far as minivans went. Uh, it was, um, you know, it wasn't exactly, uh, you know, the problem with the minivan market is you have, you know, you have a Chrysler toy. There's not a big, as, as big a market as there once was. Although I think that market is coming back in, in a lot of ways because you now see four manufacturers really involved with making minivans. Um, and I think there'll probably be a fifth coming along here pretty soon as well so gotta think about all those covid babies yeah yeah you know you think about the covid babies and the people that want you know uh and people that are driving people to school and want a little space between the kids you know what i mean these days that's a consideration when you go out and buy a car right you have an suv everybody's on top of each other you get that minivan you stick one in the seat back there one here one there and you got a little at least a little distance uh between the kids so maybe that's a reason to uh (laughs) To look at it as well. All right, time now for our cartoon of the week, the Saturday morning cartoon. We like to call it because cars and music go together so well. This is one of my all-time favorite songs, not just car songs, but just uh, it's two minutes and 50 seconds or so of just pure, absolute, great rock and roll. Uh, And it is a song that you all will know. And and I don't know that people think of it in terms of a car song all the time. I think people think of it, you know, in in much more terms of a, of a love song, but it's all about a ride in a car. And so the Ides of March 
with vehicle this morning's uh, Saturday morning cartoon. All right, there you go. The Ides of March with vehicle. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that um, I'm sure that some people will argue with me about this, but I think, for my money, uh, one of the, if not the best, one hit wonder song uh, of all time. I mean, that's just that's just uh, that's rocking, man. That is just absolutely rocking. The Ides of March, American band. Um, the album of the same name out in uh, 1970. And, um, you know, it's funny because the, you know, it's, it, as I said, it's one of the, I think one of the greatest rock and roll one hit wonder songs of all time. And uh, the guy who wrote it, Jim Peterick out of Chicago, um, wrote it kind of as a joke about a woman who used to, uh, and, and listen, we all know this. Any of us that got a car at 16 years old or, or you know, or, or, or at a young age, that there are that there's certain people that will use you as a, you know, they'll love you, they'll kiss you, they'll, because it's a ride somewhere. And uh, that's what Jim wrote this song about. Uh, he was a little more than her vehicle. <laughs> and a lot of people, when this song came out, if you remember, um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. A lot of people thought that this was Blood, Sweat, and Tears because Peter sounds a lot like David Clayton Thomas, who was the lead singer at that point of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And also, uh, you know, the, what do you call it? Uh, the horn section was, uh, you know, was, uh, was extremely uh, identical to uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And um, just a great song. And The Ides of March, the name of the band, once again, it, uh, what did they have? They had three albums, I go, or three singles, I guess. I think they had one album. And if you like that song, there is a band called Leonid and Friends that is a, uh, a band out of Russia, actually, uh, that covers a lot of Chicago tunes. They're kind of a Chicago cover band, uh, but really, really good. And uh, they do a cover of Vehicle. And uh, it's interesting because the instrumentation and everything, the arrangement is all the same, except the guy who's doing the lead singing has a distinct Russian accent. So you're, you're hearing the song, but he's uh, pronouncing the words, he's singing the words with the Russian accent. And it's kind of, I mean, it's, if you're a fan of the song, it's, it's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> But this is um, a, a great, uh, a great um, uh, uh, cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon uh, brought to you because we like cartoons and we like, uh, uh, by the way, that did get up to number two on the Billboard Hot 100, top five in Canada, top 30 in the United Kingdom. And that was the only hit single I ever had, The Ides of March. They had two more singles uh, and that was it. That was all. So enjoy. I hope you enjoyed that one. All right, uh, time. I guess we'll, should we go right to the uh, review this morning? There, uh, my erstwhile producer Nathan. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
Ah, yes, the uh, the road test. But, you know, before I go get into the road test, uh, I, I just want to quickly mention two things. Uh, it, there's a great article on carandriver.com. We're going to have Mercedes Leenthal on the show next week. She wrote the article. But if you want to check out a cool um, article, she wrote an article about a guy named Ernie Adams who has a dwarf car collection. This guy builds driving operating replicas of hot rods and and other vehicles that are i don't know a three-quarter size they're the huge models i guess but they work uh, he made his first one on a refrigerator we'll talk to her uh next week about ernie but if you get a chance jump on the car and driver website and check out uh, ernie adams and uh this article it's uh, by mercedes lienthal she's, uh, she's done a great job with this, uh, you know, picking like we love to do in automobilia and us that like to bring you stuff. Great job of bringing something that nobody probably even thought about unless you passed by the place or knew Ernie personally. All right, time now for the uh, road test. And this week, uh, yes, this week, this week, this week, we jump into a vehicle that I have uh, fallen in love with, a 2021 Volkswagen Arteon. And, uh, you know, the, the, the toughest thing with this car, which is uh, Volkswagen's Halo sedans, their big sedan. It, it replaces things like the CC and the Phaeton before that. Uh, but Volkswagen, the toughest thing about driving this car is not driving down the street singing, Artie on, say that you'd remember, Artie on. Because it's a car that makes you happy. You know, is it, when, when you get in certain cars, they, you know, they're, they're appliances, there are other cars that are built to make you happy. And the Arteon does that very well. As you look at it from the outside, it has great interior styling. They just redid it for 2021. And it is a truly one of the uh, more beautiful cars out on the road. It's certainly, uh, it, it's given a low slung look in the front. A nice line that covers the entire uh, side of the car, leading back to a hatchback, but not a not a square hatchback, but a uh, you know one that has a regular automotive roof line or, or regular coupe roof line, and a huge hatch in the back that opens up by pushing the Volkswagen emblem, and leads to an unbelievably spacious cargo area with fold-down seats. You can probably fit as much cargo into this uh, Arteon as you can into a small SUV. I mean, it's especially if you're driving one with the, you know, the back that's uh, that's kind of tilted up a little bit. But really, uh, easy to operate seats, very spacious, great room in the back as well if you're going to put a, a couple of people back there and uh, leg room and so on and so forth. Really a huge cargo capacity in this thing as far as the interior the front seats are comfortable uh the uh, volkswagen uh system uh that they use that they've moved over to uh with the uh the infotainment system uh and the digital cockpit i think is one of the easiest to use out there and really delivers to you um you know an ease of use and maximum information along with wireless Apple CarPlay and uh, 
you know, and, and those features what people are, are looking for these days. Uh, as far as uh, the power in the car, it's, um, it, it's big, it's good, it's huge. Um, 2.0 liter, four cylinder, cranks out 268 horsepower, 258 on the pound feet of torque. It's not overwhelming. But again, I think the people that are buying this car might not be looking for overwhelming. They might be looking for for something that gets you where you're going, that has style, that's serviceable, uh, but yet uh, puts a little pizzazz in the drive. It doesn't look like everything else out there. It's um, I found it to be, um, you know, with the eight-speed automatic shifted well. It performed well on the highway. It kept up the highway speed. There was no strain on it and uh, was very, very comfortable and quiet at highway speeds. 22 in the city, 32 on the highway, which is uh, for the base Ardeon, which is the one that we drove. This is a luxury small car. And um, it is also a very, very safe car. I believe it got uh, a couple of awards from the uh, the crash test, uh, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety gave it a rating of good on uh, all of its uh, crash tests. Uh, the headlights, you got to make sure you get the uh, the upper grade headlights, but it has a ton of advanced safety features, including the braking, the pedestrian detection. And if you go to the upper level trims, there's also limited autonomous driving using the uh, the, the uh, uh, keep you in the lane feature and the keep you steering uh, cruise control feature. I meant, you know, between the cruise control and the lane uh, keeping feature. Uh, again, there's a limited hands-on the wheel uh, automated driving uh, situation. Uh, you're around $37,000 for the base. Get a four-year, 50,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty on the Volkswagen Arteon. I like cars, and I like that there are still manufacturers out there that are building cars for people who love not SUVs, not station wagons, not shooting brakes, which is available in Europe, by the way, on this one, but plain old passenger cars. So kudos to Volkswagen for putting out uh, not only a car that you can be proud to drive and have fun driving, but also a car that you can sing to. That, ladies and gentlemen, is this edition of Drive Time. We thank you very much for joining us. Thanks to Nathan, the producer, and everybody else. And we'll catch up with you next week if the Lord's will and the creek don't rise right here on 1150 KKNW.